Hello and welcome to Cruise Club. We've got the Need the Need to Podcast. This is episode 43, the Cruises Award nominations. I'm Joey Lewandowski. And I'm Mike Manzi. And Mike, we are guestless tonight, as we will be for mm. the next two weeks, because we are in our cool down period. We just, That's you know, right. ran across London. Mm-hmm. We have done we 42 movies. Yes, we <laughs> took seven weeks off. Sorry for the seven weeks of the podcast. We've culled down the lists of the best and the worst, and we have 25 categories, but we are now going to announce the nominations for the best and the worst parts of Tom Cruise movies. Spoiler, mostly the best parts. The voting is now open at cageclub.me slash bracket. Voting will close on Wednesday, July 15th. As of the time this comes out, you have almost a month to vote. So you can vote as many times as you want. If you want to stuff the ballot box, by all means, go ahead. Cageclub.me slash bracket in four, ep- no, in three episodes. On episode 47, 46, The Cruises, Mike and I are going to reveal our picks and also the fan pick. Cast your votes, let your voice be heard. Email run at cageclub.me. But Mike, without further ado, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get ready for an adventure. Get ready for an adventure. Cool, okay. <laughs> it's my new catchphrase. I'm going to lean into this hard. I love it. All right, so let's start at the top and work our way down. We will do the award show in a different order, just because we want to save some of the suspense for later. Best film, why don't you go first? Name our 10 nominees for best film. Best film, Tom Cruise, A Few Good Men, American Made, Born on the Fourth of July, Collateral, Edge of Tomorrow, Eyes Wide Shut, Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible, Fallout, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, Top Gun. Very good. I don't want to editorialize. I think we can just like no no muss, no fuss here, I think, because I don't want to sway view sway listeners. Or or should we? Should we talk mm-hmm. about it or should we not talk about it? That's a good question. You want to just go through the list? There are uh, lots of Mission Impossible in the best film. Yeah, lots of Mission Impossible. There's a lot of Mission Impossible throughout this entire night, as you will see. I think uh, we can mention that we got rid of the worst film category altogether. Yes. That was notable. <laughs> but what we do have is the next category, best of the worst, most fun, bad film, movies that we enjoyed, for the most part, or enjoyed parts of, but not necessarily are good. Four nominees, Cocktail, Endless Love, Rock of Ages, and The Mummy. Oh, Eddie Hyde in The Mummy. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> ready for an adventure, I can tell you that much. That's a new impression that I've got in my pocket, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Russell Crowe as, as Jekyll as Hyde. Yes. But if you're out there listening, please watch Endless Love. It will definitely sway the category big time if you've seen it. Shout Factory put it out on Blu-ray since we recorded the episode. Not because of us, oh, of course, but you can great. buy it on Blu-ray. So best cruise role. All right. Captain Nathan Algren in The Last Samurai. Colonel Klaus von Stauffenberg in Valkyrie. Ethan Hunt in the Mission Impossible franchise. Jerry Maguire in Jerry Maguire. Lestat in Interview with a Vampire. Lieutenant Daniel Caffey in A Few Good Men. Maverick in Top Gun. Ron Kovic in Born on the Fourth of July, Vincent in Collateral, and Vincent Loria in The Color of Money. Big list there. Couple of Vincents, a lot of good roles, a lot of good roles. A couple of Vincents indeed. A vampire. Best crew supporting role now. You got it, yeah. Frank TJ Mackey in Magnolia, Les Grossman in Tropic Thunder. Senator Jasper Irving in Lions for Lambs, and Stacey Jacks in Rock of Ages. (laughs) 
you know, smaller parts. There are no small parts. There are only small actors, but they are definitely on screen for less time. <laughs> there's no small parts. There's only small actors. Yeah, that's the, you, you never heard that? I thought it was. Oh, yeah, I guess that is the way it went. No, I don't know. It just goes, sounds... Because, like, it's, it's people complaining about the size of their role. It's like, well, do more with your screen time. And, like, these are four things where Tom Cruise is not on screen a lot, but he makes yeah. the most of it. I don't know why it sounded the reverse in my head when you said it, like, calling there's only small actors. I don't know why it just seemed wrong. But you're totally right. You're totally right. But Mike, why don't you hit us with the most badass role category, another oh. one of the variations of some that we've heard before and some new ones. Yes. Okay, so we have Captain Nathan Algren, The Last Samurai. We have Colonel Klaus von Stauffenberg in Valkyrie. We have Ethan Hunt in Mission Impossible franchise. Joe Donnelly in Fought and Away. Your boy. He punched a horse in the face. He's my boy. And Ron Kovic in Born on the 4th of July. We got a couple of real people, a couple of fake people. <laughs> Ethan Hunt's not real. Maybe Joe Donnelly is real. Who knows? But we got three, I think, otherwise real people. So that's a, that's a, that's a good category. I feel like Joe Donnelly is like an amalgam of a bunch of people that they discovered throughout history you know <laughs> let's oh, just like america guy. in that time yeah like this guy was the bar brawler this guy was in love with the woman this guy was the irish guy let's just put them all together into this one character called immigrant man yeah let's have a bunch of horse grab some land so most daring role to take these are the roles that cruise not necessarily safe bets because it feels like toward the end of his career a lot of the mo- a lot of the roles were sort of written for him it's like oh this is a tom cruise character in the mummy franchise oh this jack reacher is basically tom cruise's take on the character not that there are bad movies or bad roles but it feels like that you're they're writing to his strengths these are a little bit out there so we've got colonel klaus von stauffenberg in valkyrie where he plays a nazi We've got Dr. Bill in Eyes Wide Shut, a philanderer. Frank T.J. Mackey in Magnolia, a madman. We will hear more from him later. Ron Kovic, a paraplegic, paralyzed Vietnam War veteran, anti-war, outspoken man in Born for July. Vincent, maybe his only real true villain role in mm. Collateral. So awesome. a, lot, a lot of different variation there. A little Kubrick. Yeah. You know, very prestige directors in that yes. lot. Yes, yes, yes. And that's why we didn't nominate Magnolia for, I mean, we have Eyes Wide Shut up there for best film because he's, we did those movies back to back. We did Magnolia and Eyes Wide Shut back to back. And Eyes Wide mm-hmm. Shut is nominated for best film because he's the star of it. But Magnolia, just as good. I mean, it's just a, ma- a masterpiece, right? And we yeah. didn't have it there just because it's not really a cruise film. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard. It, these right. awards are weird. These awards are weird. There are awards. So we're going to do them the way we want it. Yes. <laughs> and the next nominee, the best fight. These There is okay. a theme that you're going to see five on one outside the bar in Jack Reacher, the bathroom fight in Mission Impossible Fallout, cruise against cruise in Oblivion, the prison breakout at the start of Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, and him once again against five guys, this time in The Last Samurai. Two where he's fighting five guys, two Mission Impossibles, one where he's fighting himself. I mean, crazy category. And four of those five came in the last like eight years, and then one the last time yeah. was about a decade before that, right? But uh, a lot, a lot of recent entries on that one, including the most recent movie we did. Now you couldn't put punching the horse on the list because that was over in one punch. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a fair fight. Correct. So. Yes, unfortunately. All right, Mike, hit us with the All best. Right. We, we changed this next category from theme song soundtrack score to just theme song soundtrack. Just simplified it because yes. it felt it felt unfair to the composers. Like it's not going to beat what's on the list. So, Mike, hit us with theme song soundtrack. Alrighty. So first up, we got cocktail uh then we've got losing it (laughs) and we have magnolia mission impossible franchise next then we have 
Top Gun. I mean, right. one of the one of these things is not like the others. One of these things just doesn't belong, and I don't know which one it is, but just you know, <laughs> it's on there for a, a one second sting. But man, is it perfect? Oh yeah, I can't imagine my life without it anymore. Great. <laughs> All right, Mike, please hit us with the vehicle best vehicle chase race. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so man, Far and Away. I gotta rewatch this. We have the land grab at the end of Far and Away, mm-hmm. which uh, based on actual events. We have landing the plane in suburbia in American made. Very cool. The minivan getaway from edge of tomorrow, the motorcycle chase with bulls uh, from night and day, and then racing to dinner with Michael Rooker in days of thunder. Yeah. Good category. Fun, fun things. Great scenes. And a couple of them, a lot of these are kind of funny. Like there are a couple that are funny. Um, a couple that are just breathtaking. It's all good mm-hmm. stuff though. Nice. Now, one thing that we did do is we split off. I don't know if you're like, wait, where I thought my, my favorite thing's not in there. We split off best vehicle chase race mission impossible edition. Cause there's too many good things. We just had to make sure we paid homage to both the mission impossible. Cause like they do all the action stuff so well, we can't just bypass the other 36 or whatever movies in his career just because Mission Impossible does all these better. Best Vehicle Chase Race, Mission Impossible Edition, Chasing After Ilsa in Rogue Nation, the Helicopter Chase in Fallout, the Motorcycle Getaway in Fallout, and then Motorcycle Versa Car at the end of Mission Impossible 2. So we split that off. We're going to split off another category later. But again, Mission Impossible does these action stunts so well, you can't not love it. You can't yeah. not pay respect to both those and every other movie that just so happens to not be a Mission Impossible movie. It was the right thing to do. <laughs> we had to do it. <laughs> I think it's one of the smartest things that we've done. Other than I, just this podcast. Best dance scene, we have the choreographed drink mixing in Cocktail. Drunken mask and dancing in Vanilla Sky. Karate dancing and playing pool to the werewolves of London in The Color of Money. The whole old-time rock and roll sequence in Risky Business. And solo dancing to low and get back in the end of Tropic Thunder. Very cool. That might, I might have a little competition in there. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to pick. There's some of these that I'm like, oh, it's easy what I'm going to pick. And some of these I'm just going to have to sit down and make some tough decisions. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know, but he loves to dance. Well, Mike, from one Tropic Thunder to the next Tropic Thunder, best cruise, outfit, wardrobe, please hit us with these. Okay, so we have the bald cap, the chest hair, and the big hands in Tropic Thunder. Yep. Character. We have the flight outfit or the sailor outfit or even the volleyball scene outfit from Top Gun, which is shirtless with jeans, if you forget. We have rock star Stacy Jacks from Rock of Ages, including all of his tats. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's got the crazy cod piece. And I guess his monkey would be considered a yeah. part of his outfit yeah. in that, too. Yeah. Um, we have the red armor samurai suit from. The Last Samurai. Mm-hmm. We have him as the Vietnam vet with facial hair in Born on the Fourth of July. He's usually a clean-shaven kind of baby-faced for most of his career, and that's just a that's a departure. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's like probably aside from Les Grossman, the most made made up with like prosthetic and stuff that he's ever been. So now, Mike, please, that's best right. sunglasses. This is a tough category. This might be the toughest category of all. The best oh, sunglasses, please. Just so sort of specific to this <laughs> actor. I love it. But best sunglasses we have collateral. Jerry Maguire, Mission Impossible 2, Risky Business, and Top Gun. Yes, sir. All those very good. Now, our next category, Best Death and 
beware, there are spoilers here. Although if you are listening to this, I would assume you've probably listened to most, if not all. If you're listening to an award nomination episode on a podcast about an actor, either you love the show and you've heard all the episodes, or you love the actor and you've seen the movie. So like, these shouldn't be spoilers for you, but... If you want to be spoiler-free, skip ahead 30 seconds, because we've got all of his deaths in Edge of Tomorrow. We've got death by a firing squad in Valkyrie. We've got him getting rolled over by a horse, but then later revived in Far, in far and Away. We've got him shot and killed and left on the subway at the end of Collateral. We've got him taking a leap of faith in the dream, later revived, sort of, or he wakes up in Vanilla Skies. Yeah. He opens his eyes, abre los ojos. There's one or two asterisks there, because it was just mind-boggling how many times tom cruise played a character that died and then came back to life to finish the movie yeah like it's got to be in guinness book because like i don't know that that's ever happened to it's like how sean bean dies in almost every one of his movies but like not you know like it's it's one of those weirdo things going on now this next category i think we should both do it i will start uh, so you can end with your favorite quote because it's your favorite quote best line these are tom cruise's best lines of course as you know as you've listened to as you've heard we have a best freakout category coming next, but best line, eight years old and I was into arson from Endless Love. One of the first things he said, and we loved it. And then we have, hello, hello, I'm looking for my wife. You complete me. In Jerry Maguire. We've got the quote that is the opening to our podcast. I feel the need, the need for speed in Top Gun. Then we have the, the great back and forth with, I want the truth. From a few good men. We got, I'm dropping the hammer, Harry, in Days of Thunder. I'm working on it. (laughs) From Mission Impossible Fallout. Another Mission Impossible quote. We've got Mission Accomplished. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Oh, I get to do this line? Great. Okay. So (laughs) then we have, from Magnolia, we have respect the cock and tame the cunt. From Magnolia. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face. In Tropic Thunder. I guess if you had to do that line, I don't mind so much. And then, oh, like you said, my favorite, tell me you like my hat. Say you like my hat. Yeah. From far and away. We're stretching our acting ability here, but we got the best freak out. <laughs> I'm sorry your time's run out from A Few Good Men, that whole speech there. So maybe I'll cut in the If I can find the clip on YouTube, I'll cut the clip in there. But I'm sorry your time's run out from A Few Good Men. It's beautiful, man. Beautiful. At the end of Taps, where he's gone insane. And yeah. He's- Gunning yeah. down adults. Before he goes to Vietnam and born on the 4th of July, we have penis. When he's talking to his mom, penis. Oh, yeah. Big fucking erect penis, mom. Penis. Penis. And born on the 4th of July. Oh, the underwear ran from Rain Man, where he goes, what difference does it make where you buy underwear? What difference does it make? Underwear is underwear. It is underwear wherever you buy it, in Cincinnati or wherever. Interesting thing, he kind of sounds a little like Rain Man at that point, where he's just repeating stuff. Underwear, underwear, underwear. And then the last one, I love the black man, show me the money, I love black people, you my motherfucker, show me the money. In Jerry Maguire when he's on the phone in his office, and his whole office is looking at him like, what are you saying? It's the Quan. All right, we've got a handful more categories left. Best sex scene, we've got Around the House with Rebecca DeMornay and Risky Business, because they just have a veritable fuck fest around that house. Sex all around. Every person it's in a waterfall with Elizabeth Shue and Cocktail. The smash cut to bed with Kelly Preston, naked eating strawberries in Jerry Maguire. The take my breath away sequence with Kelly McGillis in Top Gun. And the zero G sex with Sarah Wright in American Made. Oh yeah, American Made. Just watched that recently. Loved American Made. Oh, you watched it recently? I watched it recently. That's weird. 
Oh, I wonder what we did that for. All right, most athletic feat. Mike, hit us with this, please. Okay, so, you know, in, in a career of athletic feats here. Well, we split these apart, remember? No, we did I know. I most athletic feats, but yes, this first one is quite low on the totem pole. These are non-Mission Impossible most athletic feats, I should say. So we have flipping bottles in cocktail. Yep. Hiding from the metal spiders and holding his breath underwater, a minority report. Mm-hmm. Taming a wild horse in Far and Away. Yes, he doesn't just punch a horse in the face in that movie. Actually, you see him tame a horse as well. Yep. I don't want it to seem like that's just an hour and a half of two hours of him punching horses. Two and a half right? hours. Don't forget, that <laughs> movie's very long. So I didn't want three days of uh, punching horses. Yep. Tom Cruise on a stripper pole in Rock of Ages doing his best hustlers action on there. Tumbling through zero G in The Mummy, whether yes, you sir. have it with the full sound effects finished or uh, you're just watching the uh, trailer. Uh, <laughs> uh. All right, then Mike, hit us with the Mission Impossible version of the Most Athletic Feet, oh. please, and thank you. Most Athletic Feet Mission Impossible movies. We have Climbing the Burj Khalifa in Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Free Soloing a Mountain in Mission Impossible 2. Halo Jump in Mission Impossible Fallout. Helicopter Climb Up in Mission Impossible Fallout. And Shimmying Up the Pole Handcuffed in Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Still one of the most incredible things I've seen. <laughs> Arguably the most difficult category in this entire thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. You might just have to give them all the award. <laughs> yeah. And we'll see what the uh, public thinks. Now, this one we did not split. Best running scene includes both Mission Impossible and not. We've got the final shot freeze frame in Days of Thunder. We've got him running across London in Mission Impossible Fallout running to the Ozarks from Boston and far and away. We don't see that, but he takes off running from Boston and then basically runs into Ozarks. Personal favorite, I don't know if I'm going to vote for it or not. I'm editorializing a little bit, but him literally running on screen from off the soccer field and into his career in Endless Love as Billy the Arsonist and starting the movie running through the empty streets of New York in Vanilla Sky. We've given Mission Impossible so many categories. We had to just narrow it down to one run yeah. because it could be best running scene in a Mission Impossible movie. So, like, but I, I mean, that you know, far. there is really only one choice there, but you know, who knows? I mean, Endless Love is just perfect. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> best love story. We've got, we've only got four nominees here. Ethan and Jules in Mission Impossible 3. She comes back a little bit, of course, in Fallout, but they're not together. We've got Jack and Lily in Legend, Jerry and Dorothy in Jerry Maguire, and Maverick and Goose or Iceman in Top Gun. Yeah, not that many romantic interests in his. Uh, you know, movie. when you're saving the world, there's no time. There's no time for love, Dr. Jones. I keep saying it because it's true. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Mike, hit us with the right. worst love story now. There are some oh. that are bad. Okay, yes, there are a couple. So, worst love story we have Bill and Alice in Eyes Wide Shut. Brian and Jordan in Cocktail. And then we have Roy and June in Night and Day. And so. one common thing across all three, they all wind up together. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Bad love, good relationship, I don't know. Endless <laughs> love? There we go. We've got three more categories, best ensemble cast, and then best non-cruise actor, male or female. This is where we honor everybody who's not Tom Cruise, because these movies while they would still be really fun with only Tom Cruise in them, uh, they're a little bit better with other people. So Mike, please, best ensemble cast. Absolutely. So we have A Few Good Men, Magnolia, Mission Impossible Fallout, The Outsiders, and Top Gun. So great, I great, great. A nice list there. A lot of good choices. This is the one where literally each time 
we did a Mission Impossible movie. We just bumped the previous one, basically, because we're like, oh, it keeps getting bigger and keeps getting better. Yep. Best non-cruise actor male. Let's alternate these. I will start with Jamie Foxx as Max in Collateral. Right. Then we have none other than Jonathan Lipnicki in Jerry Maguire. We've got Ken Watanabe as Katsumoto in The Last Samurai. Paul Newman as Fast Eddie Nelson in The Color of Money. Philip Seymour Hoffman in Magnolia and Mission Impossible 3. Very good, very good. You know, crew is always locking lines with lots of good actors, so tough category. And then best non-cruise actor female, we got Demi Moore as Joe in A Few Good Men. Emily Blunt as Rita in Edge of Tomorrow. Nicole Kidman in Days of Thunder, Far and Away, and... Eyes Wide Shut. Rebecca Ferguson as Ilsa in Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, and Fallout. And we've got Renee Zellweger in Jerry Maguire. Very good. And that'll do it. Tough choices across the board in a lot of these categories, but like we've been saying all podcasts long, it's been a joy to watch these movies. The movies are so, so good. He's so good in all of them. I'm just, I'm excited to see what people think are the best and the worst of his career because there's so many good things to choose from. And I've got my favorites, but I don't know what I'm voting for in a lot of these. you have any uh, don't don't reveal now but are there any categories i guess you can say the categories are there any categories you either know slam dunk you know what you're picking or any that you're like i don't know i have no idea i don't have any slam dunks i feel like everything's up for grabs like you said like everything turned out to be so good and i was not expecting it to <laughs> like even movies i knew that i'd seen that i liked i liked more and movies that i didn't like i ended up liking it was just really hard to come up with these nominations i'm glad we started doing it you know, show by show, but man, when we had to like narrow it down, that was not easy. It was, it was not tough. an easy task. Yeah, it, it was, was very tough. tough. So if you notice things missing, believe it. We noticed them too, but we did the best we could. And like I'm very, I'm very happy with where we came out. We probably halved or more most of these categories. Like there were so mm-hmm. many nominations. There's so much that we loved. Cause like we said, there's very few negative ones. There's most fun bad film, which is not great, but like a most wasted performance, I think we even got rid of, right? Like it's just, mm-hmm. we're almost entirely positive here. Not that way in other shows. When we did Keanu and we did Charlize, when we're doing Hanks right now, there's some bad stuff that we're going to call out, like things that we really did not like. But here, his batting average is so ridiculously high, <laughs> it's hard not to feel like, what what is going on? It was so much fun. So I'm looking forward to seeing who what the public picks, you know, people that didn't go on this journey necessarily with us. And, you know, to the extent that we did, like, what do people remember from their experience, from their limited or extensive exposure to Tom Cruise and stuff in his films? So very curious, more so, I think, than other times we've done this as to uh, what's going to come out on top. Yeah, for sure. Well, Mike, I've only got one thing to say. Get ready for an adventure. Hey, you owe me five cents every time you play that. I edited. <laughs> I think I, you know, I think it's fine. I think we're good. <laughs> go to cageclub.me slash bracket. Go cast your ballots now. Vote early. Vote often. You have until July 15th at some unforeseen time. Who knows? We need a little bit of time to tally the votes. But July 15th, vote now through the next, basically the next four weeks. Go cast your ballots. And then in, I think, four or five weeks, something like that, I think the end of July, maybe July 24th, I think the episode, the nominations are coming out. But we've got two more episodes coming out the next two weeks. Mike and I are doing a clip show next week. We're doing some Tom Cruise clips from movies that we did not cover, some cameo appearances, as well as some like late night segments and stuff like that. And then Mike and I are going to rank our favorite Tom Cruise movies from number one to number 42. So from best to worst, or best to just like, yeah, that was okay because really <laughs> there's not terrible stuff right so uh-huh yeah i mean i <laughs> even
even that, even if even if that is the worst, it, it's not unwatchable. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. You know, <laughs> yeah. When we were doing our best comedy of the eighties bracket at cageclub.me/bracket, which is probably over by now, because I don't know, I don't know, I've lost all sense of time. I don't know. I threw all the clocks away. My friend Matt, he had a whole region that like eight movies, eight Tom Hanks movies. He's like Hanks of all people, and like he had Bachelor Party on there. I was like. No, Bachelor Party's not fun. It's not fun. It's not funny. Like, it does not hold up. It's not good. He's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, no, it's not good. Like, there's a lot of early, and that's like one of the better bad Hanks movies, right? Like, there's a lot that's yeah. below that. Then, you know, if you just have, that's a that's a better thing. Exactly. That's like, yeah, because one losing it is like, for Hank, <laughs> that's like four mazes and monsters. Like, oh, when you come down to it. <laughs> a holy man. But actually, speaking of Hanks of the Memories, today on the podcast feed we have a special we have a oh wait no we have toy story 3 i was looking ahead we have toy story 3 today and next week we have a hanks and memory special we're doing toy story shorts and specials so all those like abc specials we might do i don't think we're gonna do forky we might do forky and actually he's probably not in forky we're doing the specials and stuff check out hanks and the memories for toy story stuff back to back this week next week all 43 episodes now of cruise club all 27 shows at cageclub.me facebook.com slash cageclub or at cage club pod on twitter and instagram email us run r-u-n at cageclub.me go to cageclub.me slash bracket and cast your ballot today vote early vote often keep voting let us know and then tune in in a couple weeks for the cruisies the awards themselves as we unveil the winners i'm joey lewandowski and i'm mike manzi and we'll see you next time right here on cruise club (laughs) 